I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everybody and welcome back to Vicky Patterson The Secret 2. This week I am joined by my teenage crush, Paul Denan. Um, I don't know how many times I'm going to have to tell you that before you address it. Did you have screaming girl fans, Paul? Were you? Was it like Beatlemania for Saul Patrick? Come on. You and Will Miller out on the lash. I bet you it was, I bet it was carnage. It was pretty good. It was nice. <laughs> It was fun, I'll tell you. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, we, <laughs> no, we 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 no, nah, it, it was it was amazing. And at times, it was yeah. I mean, we, you know, we worked a lot. I mean, it's amazing how much we were always working. And then when we did go out, I suppose Liverpool were kind of like, oh, it's the Hollyoaks lot because like they knew we we worked there. So. Yeah. I think um, it's only when you start to like go to other parts of the country that you realise, shit, they really like us. <laughs> Did you? Because we're us on Geordie Shore, like, I know we're a bit later and stuff, but it was a, still a similar format. Lasses went wild for the lads. Did you do a lot of nightclub appearances? No, we weren't allowed to. We weren't allowed no. to do any back then. No, no, there was. We got, got to understand. There was no social media. Yeah. There was nothing. Not, not even Facebook had been invented. Not even Napster was alive then. I don't think. Um, it was. He was still in Napster. No, seriously, it was. It was literally um, just. Uh, maybe we would turn on the lights in Chester. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and E seventeen would perform, and we would sounds amazing. But the original E seventeen, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brian Harvey and that, and <laughs> yeah, man, and it, and it, you know, and it was just like that's the type of stuff. But what we did do was a lot of magazine shoots because the yeah. mags were massive then, so the smash hits and the kind of you know uh, whatever they were back then, and and um, but what I would do is I'd be cheeky and I'd always and Ben Hull who played Lewis, um, he. He used to laugh. He we saw him recently because um, uh, the the guy that played Finn James Redman had his fiftieth, which is unbelievable. It was fifty. I always thought he was younger than that, but anyway. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Jim. Um, and, and everyone was there. It was like a reunion. Like Nick Picard, who's still in it, plays Tony. Yeah. Um, and um, and and yeah, and, and and a few people were there. That like it was just epic. And and even Vernon came. And 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 we were all just chatting about 
uh, back in the day. And Ben was like, how did you get away with it? Where you used to go to the producer and say, right, I want to represent Hollyoaks. So we need to go to the MTV Europe Music Awards in Italy or whatever. <laughs> and they would go, good idea, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> and I somehow would be like, okay, so can you write them a letter right, um, to MTV and say that uh, Paul wants to, Sol wants to come and represent. And they, I suppose they, the publicity department, I, I used to come up with these ideas. Little did I know I, I had ADHD then. I was constantly sca- scheming and like coming up with these brilliant ideas for them, you know. Um, and 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 uh, and we did, and we ended up. So I got to pick one person. I picked uh, the girl that played my sister, and we went to. Um, uh, to Milan, and oh, it was the most incredible night. Yeah, it was just phenomenal. And and you'd go there, and like even there, because I think a lot of English people would go to these things, and we went to the one in Ireland and the Mobos, and they're the places and the soap awards, obviously. That you would realise the fan base was yeah. just out of like it was amazing, and and yeah, you know, you got to really, and then the fan base not just with the Joe public, but with celebrities, with, with musicians, with people that would love to just chill on a Sunday, come down TV or hangover TV, whatever you like yeah. to, to indulge. And, 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 um, and, and, and basically watch the omnibus, you know, yeah. and at this one in, in Milan, we got, um, I like, cause I'm kind of, I was matey with the, well, I still am, you know, with, with the prodigy. And back then they won best dance act and, and they were like, do you want to come to this party? And I was like, yeah, all right. And so Tasha plays my sister. She was like, where are we going? I said, I don't know, but we're going somewhere good. <laughs> Trust me. So the, we're in the, in the bus with the prodigy and we, we end up pulling outside Gian, Gianni Versace's house. Donna yeah. Tellers, Donna in Milan, where Donna Tellers now, like, I owns this, but it was Johnny's. He obviously because he'd been shot, so he gave it to her. So, so like, and God bless his heart, me, Keith, all of our Liam, uh, Maxim, and Tasha, we walked down this this red carpet. We got there well early, and we <laughs> end up like literally the, the 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 toilets were gold Versace toilets, like everything. So me and Keith, we go in the toilet, we rack one out, we're like, yeah, fucking on the Versace toilets. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm thinking I'll nick, I've got to nick one of these ashtrays because they are like they, they're looking like proper gold, man. And they're heavy. Yeah, I bet they were. I bet they weren't plated. I bet they were solid. Honestly, and we go up, and I swear I've never in my life seen people there like it. I mean, it was incredible. Madonna's label because she she she'd taken on Prodigy on her American label, Maverick. So we're sitting on that table and there's Madonna sitting next to me and we're just like literally me and Tasha are looking at each other going, oh my fucking God, oh my fucking God, what am I going to say? Like, and we're just having this like seven course meal yeah. and I, and then suddenly I get this call this like, soul! Soul! And I'm like, I look over and it's George Michael just screaming, soul. No. And I'm like, and he's sitting with Kenny and I'm like, hi! And I go over <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, me and Kenny, we love you. Every Sunday we lie in bed and we just love Soul. We think he's such a bad boy and we just think he is the greatest thing on TV. And, you know, and you're just like, how the hell 
but it was really well watched by other people in the industry. So they, they're like saying, you know, they really enjoy this, this, you know, watching this omnibus every Sunday. And they're like, without fail, every Sunday for them, it's like, you know, they just lie in bed and it's just easy watching. And they just, uh, they were really into my character and, and found it, found him really uh, like relatable and just kind of, you know, and they, they genuinely thought like a lot of people said like, you're really good at it. You know, you're a good, yeah. good little actor. And I think Liam, that's how Liam felt as well. Howlett and, and stuff. And, you know, and I'm like obsessed with them and it's just like mutual yeah. love, you know, and that finally I felt a, a little bit. Like, me more than Paul, yeah, I felt no. respected, man. I felt like there was respect, you know. And um, same with 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 uh, a lovely guy Rob um, uh, from Massive Attack. He was the same, like. And now Ronnie uh, Size, who I'm like up in Bristol now, and like we're like best mates. And you know, he was the same. Like everyone was like, we loved it, that show, and they had a lot of respect for me. And I've stayed friends with a lot of these people because because of Soul, man. You know. <laughs> Well, because it's because of Paul, because of me. But at the same time, it's like it's great when you like someone from their music or what they do, but you also then think, oh, they're a good person as well. Yeah. You know, I love that when you actually meet someone and 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 you don't know what to, but they turn out to be wicked as well, and that's what's great. And it's a shame when you really, really love someone and when you meet them and they're not what you, you know, <laughs> and you're like, oh no, he was a right dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say it never meet your heroes don't they but obviously in your I case know. well I wasn't a hero don't get me <laughs> <laughs> no but I meant god George Michael I like know. all these people like that must have just been especially yeah. for a young lad so incredible yeah, yeah god but yeah. you quite quick I mean this is a, an area that I know a little bit more about like you transitioned from acting into the world of reality tv and like Obviously, Love Island now is this huge reality TV juggernaut, and it's not a celebrity one anymore. It does churn out celebrities. But when you did it, it was the celeb one, and I remember it just being completely fucking iconic. Like, the first series you were in there were people like Lady Isabella Harvey, Liz McLaren, Jane Middlemiss, Fran Cosgrove. What was it like to be part of, like, a huge part of pop culture like that? Well, yeah, I mean, I had no idea. So after... Um after Hollyoaks and everything and after like doing um, the show with Zoe and Jay at, at the Priory, I, I kind of like, I had a bit of a situation, let's say with, with Rachel and we split up and it was such a, it was a shame, you know, we, we, we had lost a little baby and it was very sad. And, um, I'm really sorry. and it was, she was older than me and she really wanted it. And I was young, I was 23. I didn't know what to do or how to handle the kind of, you know, to, 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 maybe be there as much as I should have been for her with that kind of trauma. And um, I suppose I, the only way I knew how to deal with it was to escape. And, um, and I did, and I, I kind of, you know, my using went up a bit and I um, realized, right, that's it. I want to go out to LA. And I went out to LA for three years and I loved it, but it, it, that's when things got really serious for me in my addiction. But also, you know, I think rejection's massive out there, you know, like I was doing all right, but 
the rejection was too much. And every time you get knocked back, you know, and you get really close to something, um, it, it's hard to deal with. And the again, you know, I would go, my default setting would be right, get, get, you know, get, get stoned or whatever. And, um, and then I came back after three years and my mum was like, you can't keep going back there anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I'm going to make it. Had she noticed a change in you? Was she yeah, worried? she was like, why are you so skinny? What? Why? You look brown, but that's about it. <laughs> like and a your twiglet. You've <laughs> got no money. You're like really thin, <laughs> but you've got the best suntan I've ever seen. What's going on? <laughs> do you know, do you ever watch Benidorm? Yeah, well, a little do you, bit. Do you remember the woman on uh, Electric Scooter? Madge, that's just who I'm imagining, Paul, when you came back from LA. Like David Dickinson. (laughs) (laughs) But but more, but worse. But But um, I understand that, babe. Like, I've never been LA myself, but I've heard a little bit from people like I've spoken to Kelly Brook about, I've spoken and it's like, it can, it's really cutthroat, isn't it? And like, if you are quite a sensitive soul and someone who's predisposed to coping with traumas, rejection, all these things, but with substance abuse, I can imagine it's just a feel like I, I imagine it's just a field day. Yeah, it was hard. It was it was hard, and, and like especially when your dream all your life was to really make it out in 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 America, and you know when that's not quite going your way, and then you're making it worse on yourself by getting messed up, but thinking you can still handle it and do really well but obviously you have to be on top top of your game and mostly do the american accent which i'm well at the time was shit i'm better now but <laughs> yeah it, it was it was really hard yeah she's laughing <laughs> i was shit at it i just think your self-awareness is really well, endearing paul like <laughs> honestly like you're really really honest i was, I was so bad <laughs> <laughs> but can i ask so then Obviously, you tried to make so, it in America, so, and it yeah, hadn't so, quite gone. Is that what led you into reality TV? Yes, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm okay. going to Sorry, yeah. I, I'm no. a bit long with my answers. And, Don't be daft. I'm a very story, nice day. Always a story. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, and I get back anyway, so my mum's giving me this kind of pep talk, like, you ain't going bad. And I was like, well, and then I get a call. Get old, good old Sylv. Hi, Sylv. <laughs> <laughs> Sil's been off. Sil's been grafting again. What you got she's, for you? She's been working in the background. You know that. She's been dying for me to come back. And she goes, right, Paul, this is the... <laughs> um, <laughs> you go to BG, right? All you got to do is you just got you just got you know maybe find someone that you like, and that's it. And you'll get paid this, and um, you're uh, and they're all going to be good looking people. Can I ask a like, really really tacky question? Was it a big wedge? Um, to be honest, I don't think I was. It was all right. It wasn't that. I mean, the, to, when they asked me back the next year, it was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you fucking knew your worth then, son. Oh, yeah. They realised they got a bargain. <laughs> um, so. As long as you yeah. didn't give them a bog off, like next year, like, I've done it once, I'll do this one free. <laughs> 
no, no, I want because I went through hell after the first, like you know. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do the second one as soon as I'm out of rehab. I'll be back. You know what I mean? Like ridiculous, isn't it? Like yeah. you know, repeating the same mistake, expecting a different result. You know, insanity. Um, and um, so anyway, uh, I I was like, but so still, what? What? Who am I playing then? And yeah. she was like, no, 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 you're playing yourself. You're you're yourself. I'm like, what do you mean? She was like, well, it's that reality thing. I was like, well, what is reality? Like, I had no idea what reality TV was. It had just been invented by someone. <laughs> uh, tell me who he is and I will. I want to have a chat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say, yeah, yeah. Just want, just want to chat. Just want to be friends. Who invented this idea of, of people just being them? Well, I suppose it's been around a long time. We just didn't realise. You know, they called it documentary back then. Yeah. Um, then they called it was all they called it social experiments. That was the first furrow into the world of reality TV. Because if you remember Big Brother, it was called a social experiment. Right. It, it was just the first step to reality TV. But yeah, really? it, very yeah. sneaky how quickly it took control. They, yeah, and I suppose they they took Big Brother and decided let's do a dating show type make, Big Brother. And let's make it sunny. Let's make it sunny. And let's make it look incredible. Yeah. And so it was ITV1, yeah. Granada production, bigger production, no Jaya Swervik, than, than, than I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Yeah. I bet it, it was huge, mate. What it numbers was, was it pulling in, Paul? Must have been. They had their own island, just the crew. And that's 600 people crew. <gasps> God. 600 crew. It's I, a film. Then, it's like a film. It was mental, and then and then we had our own our own island, um, and you know it took two and a half days to get there. It was mental, yeah. and uh, I woke up. I was like, "Where the fuck am I?" And then <laughs> and all I wanted was a big black sack of weed, but because that's it. That's all I was like. Right, where 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 where, where am I getting my weed? You know, like it was it was bad because I was after all the LA and everything. I was just like, whoa. Like, I'm doing this job because it's hot. There's going to be nice girls and that's, and you're going to pay me. That's it. I'm just going to chill. And, and, uh, I wasn't thinking about the telly whatsoever. I didn't even know what they show, what they don't show. And when you got there, the thing is, so then they, so, you know, I'm getting stoned and they're like, right, okay, you, you're going to go in tomorrow where you're all going to be going in. So we're going to have to take that off from you now and we'll keep it safe. Don't worry. And, 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 um, and because, you know, it was like a bin bag. I'm not joking, like a big black bin bag of this Thai, uh, sorry, Fiji and kind of bushweed. Like, I'm, I'm like, right, okay. Um, uh, so what, I can't take any in the hat? No, no, no. Right, so so I'm like, well, what, what am I going to do, right? <laughs> And, and, and I just don't, I don't, I, I just don't know what was going on. I, I thought I was on a, on a lad's holiday or something. So, so, so then I meet the other boys and we all get on jet skis and we jet ski down this ocean and just arrive at this house on, on this, on this island. Was like, incredible. And, and we get there and then there's these girls waving and we're like, oh yeah, you're, aren't you the one that, that was got in trouble with John Leslie sucking his dick or something? And it's Abby <laughs> Titmus, you know. I forgot Abby Titmus was there. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Rebecca, you're the one that, 
Shaq David Beckham. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're, you're Lee Sharp, aren't you? Don't you play for Man U? It's like, what the hell? And we're all just, ah, oh, it was hilarious. So, so then we, oh, yeah, we do this, we do this show and, and, you know, and it was the best time ever. But obviously, I, I'm not much of a drinker. And when I drink, you know, um, after two, I start to get, and obviously I was getting a bit paranoid. I was getting a bit anxious and I didn't know what was going on. And, and I ended up like basically, detoxing off of all the drugs I was doing for the last God knows how many years on screen. Oh, babe. And was that, like, obviously, as a viewer, and I think I was probably, like, obviously I was younger, I don't remember being aware of specifically what you were going through, but I remember it looked like you were having a really hard time, babe. Yeah, I, I, I think in the beginning, yeah, I think I, I went through, you know, you go through all these different emotions because suddenly you get your feelings back because they're not, you're not numb anymore. Yeah. So, so it's like, you know, they say in recovery, the, 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 the best thing about recovery is you get your feelings back. But the worst thing about recovery is you get your feelings, your feelings back. back. Yeah, I was just going to say know, it's a double-edged it, sword, babe. Yeah. So that, that feeling like you were waking up again, um, it must have been exciting but scary. And quite frankly, as being as someone who's been through reality TV, just not something that should have been played out on screen. Well, no, and and it's not their fault either because that I didn't know. So why would how would they know? Yeah, of course, I was totally unaware of what addiction was or anything. I, I had no idea what was going on with me. I had no idea. Like I just, it was just such a confusing time. But all I knew is that I, um, I don't know. I wanted some sort of connection. And I, I connected with everyone, but at the same time, I wore my heart on my sleeve and, you know, my my kind of love addiction-y kind of ways came out. And and I, But I was forgetting because you couldn't see any cameras. They were hidden behind bloody palm trees or black cloth. So, you know, and you might hear a, a cameraman, you know, squeeze one out now and again, but that was about it. So, like, that would be the reminder. Yeah. And, and they, then, then they're, like, <laughs> bringing Playboy models on and shit. And, like, it's like, what are you doing to me? And like, and Abby Titmus, and but you know, and then and I don't know. And I'd swear, thank God for for Lady Isabella because she was just really she understood me because she's also in recovery. She had her own stuff with food, and um, and um, so we just got each other, even though I didn't understand what an eating disorder was then, and she kind of understood what but I didn't know I had it it's funny how two minds that are the same just link you know Those twin flames that sort yeah. Of vibe. yeah. So it was great, but then after it, I've never been more famous in my entire life. Like seriously, all four years on Hollyoaks didn't even touch a, 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 a tiny bit of the fame that I got from six weeks on Celebrity Love Island. And what, right, so then you've obviously gone through a load of stuff, babe, when you're on there, and I can imagine at times quite traumatic. But there must have been some some really high moments for you in there as well, well surely. Yeah. Amazing, uh, just the most amazing moments of 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 um, you know just camaraderie and fun with 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 everyone and like at night we would try and escape to this other island that we could hear that was banging techno every night. <laughs> 
and and we were just like, who's going to swim out there? Who's going to do it? Michael Greco played Beppe in EastEnders. Every day I'd do this thing called Lilo Banter, where I would make uh, a celebrity a lie on a, a Lilo, and I would create this. I created this ca- character called Lionel Banter, <laughs> and it would be Lalo Banter, and it would be like I'd put on this stupid Northern accent that I couldn't really do, but but it was like so he was from all over the north, and I'd wear like really <laughs> crazy clothes and sunglasses and because it was a, just a joke I could get any answers out of these people but I was doing it cleverly kind of like wanted to really know so Rebecca you know okay Rebecca right <laughs> did you actually shag David Beckham you know <laughs> And it, come on, or is it? Was it just you know you trying to get a bit of money? Or like I'd say to Abby, so what was it like sucking John Leslie's cock? You know, and 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 you know, and I'd be lying on this lilo on the swimming pool. She'd be like, and she'd be like, yeah, it was lovely. Like, and what was it like though when the video came out? You know, is that why you're here because of that video? Yeah. And and she was like, uh, because you don't really have a talent, though, do you, Abby? You know, and, 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 you know, and they were like, were funny with me, the boys, but, you know, funny enough, now we're really good mates. And, and we ended up doing a spin-off show with ITV2 called Callum Fran and Dangerous Denam, where we toured all over Route 66 in America, like the simple life that the, the Paris Hilton did with Nicole Richie. And, and that was awesome. And, And since, you know, even after that, like we've, we've, you know, We've matured. We've become, but 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 me and Fran, we had a big fight on on there because the alcohol got too much for me, and I got too paranoid, and I I started to believe people didn't like me. But the times when we were doing fun things in the day, and the, and there was there was no booze involved, that was when I was at my best and happiest. And I realised actually I don't need drink. I don't need drugs to be fun. Yeah, to be that's, happy. That's a huge part of recovery is realizing that. And like, you know, what, Paul, for all you're saying, like, oh, I, I drank too much or I had this row or whatever. Like, predominantly, what people remember about you is that you're a really nice guy, and you are so much fun, and you do just wear your heart on your sleeve. Like, those are the memories I have of watching you on all of these amazing <laughs> shows. God. You know, so please don't be too hard on yourself. And it seems as though you've done. I mean, right, I have to ask again. Okay, literally favourite ever reality TV show you've done and least favourite, go. Uh, favourite reality TV show I've done would probably be um, maybe Celebrity Big Brother. Honestly, babe, you see, I thought you were going to say least favourite because that was pretty explosive, right? Yeah, I quite liked it because I was so used to rehab that I basically found it really easy. <laughs> Like, everyone wanted to escape. And I was like, this is piece of piss compared to bloody treatment. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, then. So that, because it felt like you were robbing a living. But what about the worst thing was, it was like rehab with booze that I couldn't oh. drink. Because oh everyone God. was getting, you know, so, but I, I enjoyed Big Brother. I, I did enjoy that. I don't know why I really enjoyed the but I did. I, I, yeah, I was trying to think of other shows, but go on. No, but then go on, then what's your least favourite then? If that was your favourite. Um... My least favourite, like I had my own show called Test Drive My Girlfriend, um, um, and and Test Drive My Girlfriend for yeah, it was for ITV two where I was this um, Cupid, like this love coach, and I, I enjoyed it, but at the same time, I think I don't know there was something kind of missing from what 
I, I don't know if I want to blame that one, but yeah, I, I just, I just didn't, I wasn't feeling it as much. I got to take these, these, these different girls out on dates and then I would link them up with my guys uh-huh. and then my guys would have, wear an earpiece and, and I would talk to them and direct them how to. Sounds quite to, cute. To, on the day. And it, it was good. It was fun. But I think the, the process of it, like I had to bring like a, like um, a recovery person with me um, to make sure that I didn't go off the rails and got, you know, and I, I just didn't like that kind of someone watching over me. It was probably good. They did, but, but I, maybe I wasn't in the best place at the time. Um, but I, I did it and I'm gutted. I, I kind of really felt that, that that had legs, that show, and we never got a second series. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, I could probably think of some other ones that I didn't love. But, uh, you know, I, most of the jobs I've done, I've enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got to say. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You seem like a guy who kind of like very much doesn't dwell and lives in the moment and always forges forward. And I think like I wanted to ask you if you had any regrets, but I kind I kind of feel like I know the answer to that. Like you seem like you just take life like anything that comes to yeah. you. Yeah, a lesson. But I don't think you know, I, I, I like I, ne- I always said I never want to have any regrets in life, mm-hmm. and and like I thought at times I did, and but actually if you if you, if I look now. Uh, yeah, of course, there are times where I wish I wouldn't have done certain things, um, but they're all pain is a gift mm. and they're all lessons. And now I can look at why those things happened. And actually, they were all for a reason. And, you know, it's amazing when you think your addiction is the worst thing that could have ever happened to you. But actually, it was the best thing that could have ever happened to me because I would never have got to study myself and my illness. And I would never have got to find out about ADHD and addiction. And I would never have got to actually help others now. So I can actually turn it on its head and see it as a positive rather than a negative. And you know, I've uh, uh, there's a saying, isn't there? And it's that rock bottom will teach you stuff that mountain tops never will. Wow. And I think it's super, like it is really poignant. Like you know, when you're flying high in your career and everything's going well and everyone loves you, like it's really easy to lo- not take anything from that time and just be a bit of an asshole. But you know, when times get rough and stuff, and you have to really pull yourself out of a hole or you have to, like you have to really fight with any of your issues. I feel like that's when you learn what you're really made of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where are you? Can I ask in like your stage of recovery now, Paul? Do you feel strong, healthy? Yeah, I do. I I feel good. I mean, I, I you know every day is is uh, something that I have to uh, 
practice. Um, I something I'm constantly working on. Like today's all right. Um, you but it's all right I set myself up for the day by prayer meditation. Um, I reach out to someone to see how they are. Um, I'll go to a meeting later. I will like every day I do stuff for my recovery. I wake up. I, I have actually, what am I talking about? I had a one-to-one with my therapist before I spoke to you, 11 till 12. Like, like I genuinely, if I don't do something for, I wake up and I say, what am I doing for my recovery today? Because if I don't do something yeah, then it slips, and it okay. and addiction doesn't take a day off ever. Okay. So, yeah. so I could be ten years, and if I start taking days off and drop stuff out, it will it will because it's doing press ups right now, waiting for me to jump on me, and it's very cunning, baffling, and powerful, is what it says, and it's true, and it has stung me and bit me in the ass without me looking before, and it, that can that's why it wants me to get me on other ways, like if I shop too much or if I you know flirt too much or, or text too you know like any addiction, it will. Try and get me back to like my drug of choice, and that's what will bring me to my knees again. So I've got to be really, um, uh, I, the word I have to be very. You've got to be on your guard. Yeah, like, you've got, you've got, you've got to be. Yeah, it keeps you on your toes, babe. And I feel like being fastidious, like you're telling me you're being now, that is the way you cope with it. You stay yeah. one step ahead. Yeah, it, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to, and it, and it's not like, like it's not hard. It's not. I enjoy it because I have a better day when I'm when I've got recovery in my life and I'm working a program. When I don't, like, things go off. You know. Yeah. Do you have any advice for anyone who's listening to this? I mean, we're in January, babe, and I'm not for any single second insinuating that like things are worse at any single time of the year, but Christmas can be a really triggering period for people. Yeah. And do you know, like, so do you have any advice for people who are struggling with addiction, feeling like there's unhealthy habits creeping into their life? Like, what do you tell them? I would tell them, like, biggest thing is ask for help. Like, that's the biggest thing. Like, and 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 it's not just, um, like, obviously, if you don't know any professionals and you feel like you can't really that which is bullshit because you can there's so much out there there's so much free help out there you know especially in fellowship meetings c-a-a-a-n-a whatever you want to go to o-a which is eating you know coda codependency but there's also your doctor there's also you know the local drug and alcohol agency but if you don't want to touch any of those areas then just to take the power out of it, which is take it out your brain, out your mind, because it centers in the mind, this disease is stinking thinking. It's that stinking thinking that will, will, will mess you up. And you'll, you've got to not, not do what your head tells you, do the opposite. So it's basically taking it out of your head, not keeping it a secret because secrets keep us sick and, and telling a friend, telling someone, telling your mum, telling your dad, just getting it out of your voice because that takes the power out of it. And obviously they don't always, have the answer but just to not keep it inside don't keep this stuff inside because you know as i mentioned before there was a lot that i'm sure you know people like caroline flack and people like mike and stuff like that pathetis and all those people that felt so like they couldn't say or get help and access that help and pride kills and in the end 
it's you know you just think well I, 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 I there's no other way to go and they and they kill themselves and it's like that doesn't have to be your your solution at all that that doesn't have to be the answer people get it now the stigma is not as bad it's still there but like if you're using and you don't want to tell anyone because you're full of shame shame is toxic that shame you know you've got to tell someone and and but someone that you know is not going to judge well someone that understands it that's why meetings are great strangers i've told so much shit to strangers because they're addicts and they get it. They get it. And to be honest, they're so addicts are so selfish anyway. They're only worried about themselves. So they're not even going to remember what you told them. But the <laughs> fact is they understand, yeah. you know, like, and I know they're very, when you're in recovery, you're selfless. But what I'm saying is you could, it's very, very, it's a real self-centered disease as well. And it's no one judges. So, so if you go and tell someone that suffers with that stuff, they're not going to judge you. They're going to yeah. go, Oh yeah, I know that I've done that. I just say, like, wow, Paul, that's such, like, such honest and really, I think, really helpful advice. And I think a lot of people will take a lot from that. So thank you. No thank worries. you for just being a lovely guest. And actually, no like, I know people say, oh, never meet your heroes and all the rest of it. But you were one of mine from TV when I was younger. And I've just absolutely loved chatting to you. And it's so nice to see you've turned a corner and you're making all these positive changes. Like, you look great, mate. So I just hope this long may this continue. And I, I hope you continue winning your battle with your um, addiction. Before you. I let you go, here at Vicky Patterson The Secret 2, we always ask our gorgeous guests to give our lovely listeners a little bit of a pearl of wisdom. And you have been fucking chock full of it today, mate. So I'm sure you're going to rise to the occasion here. Um, it feels like what I'm seeing in front of me right now is the very best version of Paul Denan. So I want to know what your secret is to being the very best you you can be. Oh, well, I think my thank you so much, Ricky. You've been an absolute star and I've been dying to meet you, you know, and I, I just <laughs> shouted out Coach Trip because I, I, I know that you're really friendly with Soph and all of that. Yes. Lot and, from, and, and I just, you know, I, I, I've loved, uh, you know, doing that show recently and spending time with them. And um, I just feel that yeah, you're one person that I always kind of thought she knows, she knows the score. She knows what she's doing. And, and, and the stuff that you're doing is amazing. And especially on Instagram, I just see like, yeah, you're like second guessing people. People think, Oh, it's going to be a, this picture or that. And then you're like, no, that actually isn't what I'm trying to do here. And you're so honest and real with what, and it's like, wow, that's clever. So I just think it's brilliant. I was just on my period. That's all it was, you know, or whatever. (laughs) And I, and I and I think fucking that's brilliant. That's so so, that's, so good for you. And like, well done you for being you and doing what you're doing. Because I tell you that yeah, like us, yeah, like we're, we're doing all right. And I think we just need to keep it up. So the secret, the secret of this uh, of this stuff for me, and it's not always easy. Is is to to um, is to be honest. You know, yeah. it's like it's there's the how. Okay, so how do how do I you know really access this secret? And it's honesty, open mindedness, and willingness. So if I'm open minded, and I'm willing, yeah, to learn. Not oh, I know it all. Don't tell me, mm-hmm. mate. Yeah, I, but I'm open to to suggestions. I'm open for criticism or constructive critique. You know, and and I'm willing to change. I'm willing to better myself. You know, betterment is a is a massive thing. Um, 
and I'm honest about that and I'm honest about what's going on. I'm honest about whether I've done something wrong or not. Then I think I've got a good chance in life. And, and that's how HOW, honesty, open-mindedness and willingness. And that's not mine. That's what I've been taught. But I, you know, I will, I will give that away because it, it got Pay it forward, me. Paul. Pay it forward. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much for being such a lovely guest. I wish you the very best luck in the future, and I can't wait to watch you on Coach Trip. <laughs> thank you so much, Ricky. Lots of love. Thanks for having me. You're the Well, guys, that was Paul Denan with what I'm sure we can all agree was a very honest, very raw, and very authentic pod and you know whether you know Paul from his chaotic days on Love Island his meteoric rise to fame on Hollyoaks or more recently his coach trip um I'm sure you don't know all of his story and I found that really interesting and really illuminating and just really brave like we've all struggled with something in our lives you know one thing or another and whether you can't relate to all of his issues and stories about addiction We can all admit to having obsessive thoughts once or twice in our life. And whether you have an unhealthy relationship with food, whether it's a toxic relationship with a fella, or whether you are actually struggling with addiction, I know for a fine fact you'll have been able to take something away from him there. Um, I know I did, anyway. And I think Paul's right. We do all need a little bit more honesty in our lives. I hope you enjoyed that. If you do love Paul, um, he is currently on E4's coach trip. Um, make sure you watch that. If it's too late for you to catch it, I'm sure it'll all be on my E4 on demand, their amazing streaming platform. Um, if you are loving Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2, please do all of the podcasty things. Tell your mates, leave a review. Um, yeah, we're loving making this and hope you guys are loving it too. Have a great week, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.